Welcome Cosmic Toolbox. It is January 3rd. This is our first full weekly forecast for the month of January. If you haven't listened to the yearly forecast or the monthly forecast, I would recommend doing both of those things first so that you can have a frame of reference for exactly where we're at and what we're dealing with in 2021 and then in January. But most specifically, we're going to drill into just this week ahead. So starting today, January 3rd, and we are with a meteor shower currently peaking the quatrinids are peaking and sort of pouring down all of that cosmic energy over us. And we're dealing with the earth being in its closest approach to the sun all year. That was yesterday on the second, but it's kicking off this week in a very illuminated energy. So as we start to move through our weeks and as we start to process some of the information that we got, maybe you had some stuff come up for you during the eclipse season. Maybe you're just starting to begin processing some of your new year, end of the year celebrations, all the things that you succeeded at. I often think we don't do enough celebrating of our wins. And so it's very important to that you celebrate 2020, even though sometimes we tend to want to throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to big, hard seasons. 2020 was different and scary for a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons, but there are still things within it that we can celebrate on a global level and on an individual level. It's important to celebrate them. And so Letting your life be a walking, talking celebration of 2020 can bring that energy to 2021, where we start to really hone in on all the blessings that are showing up along with any hardships that tend to pop up along the way. That's what that cosmic energy is bringing us. And that's what that sun's full illumination is really going to um, highlight in our life, all the different areas where we can witness truth. And even though sleep may be light the first half of this week, it's important to honor our energies and wake up and do your meditations, do your journaling, be aware throughout the day so that when you end the night, your brain doesn't go into hyperdrive trying to, trying to process everything that it receives throughout the day. The more we meditate and journal and bring awareness to our day, the more we will be able to fall asleep easier at nighttime. Now, Monday is unique in a way that it brings grand, um, a grand cross energy. So it amplifies the earth. If you visualize the energetic lines, um, we find that there is that the earth is at the crossbars, right, of this grand X of the energetic overlap, the overlapping energetic lines of Venus, Neptune, the moon, and the moon's north node. So if you visualize earth at the center, we're kind of being beamed, right, by all of this energy. So we are being lifted up to really have a higher viewpoint of our lives, which is a great way to kind of start off the year um, when we're trying to plan and move our new way forward and operate within this new energy. Now, one of the things that I really want to bring up to talk about with Monday, January 4th, is that we have this Mercury conjunct Pluto in Capricorn, right? Um, and what is what we're going to be feeling with this is this very deep thinking, um, a deeper way of communicating, a deeper way of processing, and a lot of our shadows. I've been talking a lot about 
um, the sun's illumination, us being the closest to the sun and the, sh- the closer you are to a bright light, the darker and the deeper and the more pronounced shadows become. And it reminds me a lot of that science experiment when you're a kid and you shine a flashlight through a pinhole and you can cast all these different shadows. So as we are dealing with that, as we are dealing with the increased communication, right? As we have this big, huge illumination, right? We have more processing and Mercury conjunct Pluto shows up. Pluto, I always say like it's, um, deals a lot with the underworld and, um, very, I want to say not that there's ever like a huge, um, yeah, no, it's how I wanted to, <laughs> one of the things with Pluto is that there's this existential energy to it. Um, fire, right? Magic, detaching and letting go. I tend to say that Pluto, the Pluto in your chart or the Pluto energy can be like the way you die. Um, and I don't mean it at the end of your life. I mean, at how you end things, right? So that's what I was com- contemplating if I was going to bring up. So often in a tarot reading, if I pull a death card, people tense up, their bodies tense up um, because they're like, oh, am I going to die? It's not about your physical death. It's about the ending, about something dying. So with Pluto, how well do you have, how well do you end things, right? And how well do you, um, how, how well do you spot an ending and how, how easily do you detach your energy from something? Um, and that's really what you want to kind of focus on. And then what happens when something ends is there's that resurrection energy, right? Radical change. And so that's, those are the things that I highlight most when we're talking about Pluto. So Mercury conjunct Pluto, it's like those energies are working together and they give us that deep access. This might be where you find that resolve to quit a job or end a relationship or talk about something really hard and difficult from your childhood, right? So this energy on Monday could be really big for processing, letting go of secrets, um, letting go of things that are kind of been bothering you, right? Um, Or it can help you get to the bottom of things. It can help you discover. So Pluto, when you think of Pluto, you want to think Scorpio, right? And so that Scorpio energy is all about the depth and digging deeper. And so Pluto has that same kind of energy about it. And so that's the kind of thing that you'll see kicking off this week. Um, A lot of the energy is going to feel investigative. And also like you are trying to really get to the bottom of why you're feeling the way you're feeling. So then on Tuesday, we have an 11 master day. It brings us into higher awareness. But on top of that, the moon enters Libra. So as we're discovering Mercury conjunct Pluto, and as we're investigating and dealing with all of these different endings and beginnings and how we really feel and communicating deep and intense, possibly secret things, the moon enters Libra and we bring a focus into justice, right? And when the moon moves into Libra, um, we tend to get a lot of emotional balance and an equality of energetic exchange. So you may find that conversations move into an, um, a space where they're easier to have, they're fairer. Maybe there's less um, fiery emotion coming along with it. Maybe there's less nastiness, right? There's a little bit of fair-minded energy coming into the equation with all of the communication happening. We're also, you know, a little bit more prone. Um, your relationships, when the moon is in Libra, your relationships tend to come to the surface a little bit more. We have a lot of Venus energy anyway right now. And so that's going to contribute to it. 
It's a good time to have some social interaction, to work on your artistic abilities. Tuesday is going to feel really clear for that. However, if you're not able to get social and you're not able to get creative, you can find yourself distracted, right? Um, or indecisive or just feeling kind of off and chaotic. So mind yourself those days. It could feel a little off here and there. Um, remember, we're also dealing with that overarching um, Jupiter semi-square Neptune. So we're talking expansion and spirituality. And so if we were to visualize it like a grand canopy, that Juniper, <laughs> Juniper Jupiter semi-square Neptune umbrella, and underneath it, we have that, um, you know, it's expansion and spirituality and dreamlike, and we have the meteor showers raining down and feeding that Jupiter semi-square with Neptune. And then under the umbrella, we have intense, deep conversation happening, right? Like step into my lair kind of energy, get under the umbrella of all of that and have those intense conversations and say those intense thoughts and dig deeper into some of your pain and allow that alchemy to kind of heal and shift and change. And as we move into Tuesday, the things, things will feel a little bit more fair and balanced and we'll be able to get more creative. Then we move into Wednesday and Wednesday's energies will feel there will be a significant um, switch flip and it won't become fully like you won't feel it fully probably for another couple weeks. I often find that when a planetary body um, that is so close to us moves, we feel it initially as a big move, but then it um, it's like, what was that? And then it, we slowly see the effects almost like when there is a, um, an earthquake and everyone feels the earthquake and it's like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. And then you wait, like, is this, is there going to be a tsunami, right? That kind of energy, how there's the big event, you feel it. And then you kind of wait and see what else is coming. So on Wednesday, there's a lot of that energy because Mars moves into Taurus, right? And just as a little, like at the surface energy, Mars, I always, you know, I have these little catchphrases in my mind that I think about as I do intuitive readings. And there's lots of people that do it differently. But one of the things is how well do you go to war, right? Um, and so with Mars, you want to think individual energy, your action, your the, how you take action on something, how you assert yourself, um, the kind of courage you show up with. Sometimes very physically, we feel um, Mars physically with our vitality and our physical movement and physical strength. Um, and physical activity. And so Mars moving into Taurus is going to add this element where we will see things develop in a way that, hold on one quick second. My cat literally bust into the room. She is Mars energy on fire. So <laughs> that's actually really funny. But so as it moves into Taurus, we think of Taurus in our environments. And so as we evaluate Taurus in this way, we will see things start to move in a direction that feels more uh, friendly for people. It'll feel a little bit more like, so currently we have Mars and Aries and we've discussed privately that the home I live in and all of its inhabitants, except for the new one, have fiery Mars. Um, aspects. So when, when you have a Mars aspect, that's fire, 
it's almost like you burn real hot. So all of the things like your energy, your action, how you assert yourself, um, your boldness tends to be real hot and fiery, right? And so it moves very differently. So we're moving out of Mars into Taurus and we may feel as if somebody threw a pot of soil on top of a fire. <laughs> so you may feel that sudden, whoo, slow down. It's going to be a slow down of that fiery, fierce, warlike. I feel like the world at large needs a dose of this Mars and Taurus. It's a very, very supportive sign for us right now globally, right? Because we have this ability to kind of slow down and shift focus. So Aries can be, um, you know, a little bit we won't talk bad about about uh, Aries, but they can be a little reactive. Taurus will be a little bit more practical, right? And there's also Mars and Taurus is going to promote a lot of financial activity. Income um, will be more likely to come in and expenditures will be more likely to slow down. The beginning half of 2021, this is where I said the forecast will be important to listen to first. The beginning of 2021 is a time for financial abundance. It's a time to stack the bank and stack the pantry. Um, and I didn't mean stock. I meant stack it like, like, uh, like hedge your bets more than you would need, right? Don't just stock it, stack it. Um, have that backup in the Midwest. <laughs> we call it stacking, stack the pantry. Okay, so when you are kind of planning ahead because you'll want good food and good love and, you know, Mars is very, very much wanting you to bring your focus into your physical, um, luxurious experiences, how you assert yourself, things like that. So new projects are good. Take them on early on in 2021 um, because Mars, remember, we just went through Aries, but also a retrograde in Aries. And so it just felt like Mars was in Aries for a very, very long time. Um, when Mars is angry or in love, right, they tend to express that a little bit more indirectly right? Um, with their anger. So you should see a little bit less arguing everywhere. It will feel like things got a little more calmed down, right? But with Taurus, there is also that tendency to hang on to anger or hang on to love until they explode, right? And some other signs that are like that are Scorpio and Aquarius and Leo, right? It's like a, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. And then poof, right? So there will be less of this constantly fiery, hot anger in the, in the matrix, but you know, it's still there and we want to be mindful of it and, and dealing with it. And so we want to just move into this awareness and let ourselves really feel what it feels like. It will be a welcomed energy and it stays with us till March 3rd, right? So we have a little bit more, anytime Mars is in an earth sign, it's going to feel a little bit more stable. Um, and then Taurus of the earth signs is the more luxurious minded, um, earth sign and they're much they like beauty they like their house to look a certain way they like their fancy slippers they like comfy clothes they like to take long naps right um <laughs> they need the 14 hours of sleep and a two-hour nap and a, uh, a nap and a snack right and so we want to honor that so as as um taurus is taking over mars we will see that we may be slower to get the ball moving than Aries, but we will keep it moving, right? Um, and as much as we hold back from that 
assertive, violent, ragey fire that Aries can bring to Mars. Taurus is an immovable object, except for when it wants to do something. And then when it does want to do something, it is an absolute ram, right? Bull, bullheaded, right? Super stubborn, will move down. It will show up for a showdown if it's necessary. Um, Just because the anger goes away from your sight doesn't mean it's not you know, down there brewing it up. They love the money though. (laughs) And they love, um, they love to play and they love the money. And so really just kind of see how this shows up in your life. I bet almost everyone will feel a little bit more patient, a little bit more stable, a little calmer, easygoing, um, more likely to commit to something a little bit more dedicated, still strong, still super strong, maybe a little bit more stubborn. Although the only people that can out stubborn in Aries are probably tie between Virgo and Taurus. Okay. So, um, that really, that's the big influence this week. In my personal opinion, I think that's the thing that most, most people on this globe will feel the most, especially because it happens right at a third quarter moon, right? So on Wednesday, January 6th, it's third quarter moon in Libra and it's got some, interesting aspects. I'll put it that way. Some of the aspects that we're looking at with the third quarter moon um, are with some fixed stars and it adds an element to it where if this, yes, the way I'm going to say it is is that if you have been um, dealing dirty deeds in the dark, that kind of thing, um, it's very likely to come to the surface Monday through Wednesday um, and possibly Thursday. If you are not living in your highest integrity. This will be a time of the week to sort of have those reality checks, the come to Jesus, the awareness of what you're doing and why you're doing it, where your heart is, right? It's a good time to be checking on yourself. Libra will ask you, is this right? Is this right for you? Is it right for humanity? Um, Where is your interpersonal interpersonal morals, right? How is your moral compass? These are the kind of things we're going to be dealing with pretty intensely Monday through Wednesday and a little bit on Thursday. And we're going to, it'll be a little bit more out in the open than normal. Okay. So there could be some community awareness of things coming into the surface. You may feel, um, a little bit more protective of what you say. And that's for a good reason. Um, It's kind of during these times where things are shifting and changing that things could be taken out of context. So speak clearly and speak truth from the heart. And those things will help you maneuver through the week. So, and one of the things that um, I feel really called to bring up with this energy that's, you know, in the soup this week, it's not the time to try to say nice things to soothe people's um, ego. It's not an ego soothing week. <laughs> it, it is almost one of those um, double-edged swords where if you don't speak truth, the truth will still be spoken um, and you will just look as if you were, you know, boosting someone's ego. So speak truth from the heart clearly, right? And, and really be discerning about where you show up and how you show up. So it is really about that internal moral compass end things that aren't right for you and that aren't good for your highest good, the highest good of others, and really speak clearly from that space. And you will feel yourself 
maneuvering all of these shifts quite well. That Libra influence, that justice, I really expect by Wednesday to see something in the news about like justice being served or something like that. I would expect to have some kind of a headline um, on Wednesday because it's a really um, nuanced but important kind of astrological milieu happening in there. So plus Mars and Taurus becomes a little bit more calculating. Tauruses are very calculating. (laughs) They just don't appear it on the surface. And so it's going to be a less of a one-two knockout punch and more of a, hmm, you know, slide in from the, from the side with an like expose. So I would expect sometime between Monday and Wednesday to get a little feisty. Get Mercury semi-sextile Venus. That's going to shift things. So Scorpio is going to kind of show up and, and in if I were going to put on a play of the energy this week, right, it would be this really fiery, um, you know, rammy, angry Aries getting doused with soil and then stepping up from the fire like a phoenix rising from the ashes with a little bit more balance and grace, right? And kind of moving forward with a little bit more of a structured mindset, right? So all that fire will kind of be rebirthed. And then I see the justice move in and I see us talking about deep things and thinking about deep things and processing deep things and and having it play out underneath that, you know, is this right for my spirituality? Is this right for my expansion? Is this right for humanity? Is this really the way I want to get work done? How can I make this feel better? Remember, Tauruses really want to feel good at the end of the day. That's why they seem so vicious sometimes. They just want to feel good. And so Mars being in Taurus that, you know, expect to kind of have some of those emotions. And then we're going to be dealing with this third quarter moon in Libra, and we're going to be really evaluating things. Remember, this is the moon phase that leads us more towards the new moon on January 13th. And so we're getting ready to figure out what do we really want out of life, right? We we cut a bunch of stuff out at the full moon, and now we're left with what we have, and what do we need more of to fill in the gaps, right? And so that kind of contemplative energy is going to carry us into then Thursday where it's like Scorpio shows up. And when the moon is in Scorpio, remember that Pluto energy that we're already dealing with this week, that Mercury conjunct Pluto, that will be more activated. And Scorpio can get intense, especially about its relationships and their beliefs, right? But emotions run high along with psychic ability and intuition. So I would imagine yourself to take that deep energy and really go deeper with it. Scorpios are not surface swimmers. They go deep into the ocean and are very sensual and they were, will really be feeling, uh, we have a lot of Scorpio energy in this group. The Scorpios will be feeling themselves <laughs> come Thursday and Friday because that Pluto influence Mercury conjunct Pluto is like a Scorpio match made in heaven. Like, let's talk about it. Let's get deep. Let's get weird. Let's, let's talk about all the things you're afraid of. Let's talk about all of the things that make you tick and what makes you come alive, right? That's the territory there. And so as that moon moves into Scorpio on Thursday, you may feel yourself wanting to have more deep conversations and Mercury gets into the semi-sextile with Venus and it it's really happening all week, but really peaks on Thursday, um, which brings this like charm and suave emotion and friendship and, and togetherness to the table. And then it will feel good, right? I would suspect everyone to kind of feel pretty intensely connected to others on Thursday and into Friday. 
And on Friday, Mercury moves into Aquarius until March 15th, which really brings togetherness and communication, right? And we really want to remember Aquarius has that it has both Saturn influence and Uranus influence. And it's a good time to kind of speak things that are part of the revolution, right? Also good for socializing, even if you don't so much like the people, um, finding the people that you do jive with will be important to have good conversations, but lots can get done with Mercury and Aquarius. We also have on Friday, Venus moving into Capricorn until February 1st. This aspect I feel is going to be, um, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I kind of want to say it's going to be like one of the big things that we will actually feel. Um, and we will be thankful for it. Normally Capricorn can feel quite oppressive, but Venus kind of comes alive within structure. And so as we look at Venus and as we look at that um, binding energy, right? So whenever I think of Venus, um, I really think of not just the femininity and not just the Virgo-y energy, um, but you're really thinking, and not just the Aphrodite, you know, um, stereotype binding, right? I think of like um, grout, right? You can have beautiful tile if the grout's ugly, right? Harmony, balance, um, affection, relationship, that yin relationship to Mars, right? And so having that in Capricorn will give structure to new relationships. It'll give structure to new conversations coming out of the beginning of the week, because we're going to have all those interesting, deep, hard conversations. We're going to be letting go and we're going to be ending. And then we're going to get, get getting deep and then getting weird. And then with Mercury and Aquarius, we're going to be getting wild and Venus Get the structure of Capricorn is going to give Venus um, some really great boundaries with which to set things up. And then the sun also comes into a sextile with Neptune and brings some sensitivity and, and that um, social IQ, right? Um, that Neptune does really well, right? <laughs> that imaginative, um, objective viewpoint, the getting rid of some of the illusions and getting rid of some of the ego um, and to see what's in there and that empathy and being in that receiving mode will be really good. Um, the only potential I see this whole week, you know, Mercury squares off with Mars at the end of the week on Friday, just after going into Aquarius. And I feel like that could be really good or really, really bad. It's always going to be tense, but tense, tension is what launches the arrow, right? Remember that tension is what la launches the arrow. Don't always put tension in, in the bad, right? Squares create tension. How do we use this tension, right? The potential is there for certain things. How do we use the potential? Where do we put the potential? How do we want to show up in our lives? So knowing that there's the potential at the end of the week where Mercury and Aquarius is squaring off with Mars and Taurus and knowing Taurus, right? Knowing Taurus kind of has a bunch of stuff built up on the inside anyway. And knowing that Mercury is, or Aquarius is, are always kind of, um, waiting with that, um, tongue <laughs> to get sharper and sharper. They've always got something to say. These two aspects with tension could cause some um, leaping before you look, jumping to conclusions, um, putting your foot in your mouth, all those different bad um, sayings, right? Jumping, rushed, right? It could cause you to just move before you think and you want to slow down, right? Because mistakes 
this, the Friday is like, um, a day where so many things are in movement, right. And so many things, you know, Mars just having gone into Taurus, we have a lot of things still kind of shifting and changing. I would slow down and not make any rash judgments, not make any rash decisions. Don't actually quit your job on Friday or over the weekend. Um, you may find yourself irritable, short-tempered, aggressive, um, wanting to move, move now, move now, move now, right? So be very careful because then on Saturday, the moon moves into Sagittarius and that's almost like kerosene, right? And so um, we are all going to want to use our, our brains and our guts before we jump into that fire, right? Um, with Sagittarius, because the moon in Sagittarius, and this goes more into the weekend, and I want to focus on the week, but the weekend could um, get pretty wild and free spirited, right? But you want to just watch yourself this whole week. The overarching theme of this week is have the hard conversations, talk about your emotions, know when to cut loose the things that you need to cut loose, know where you need to nurture yourself a little bit more and stop running yourself ragged for things that are wearing you out. Pay attention to what you're doing and how you feel. Pay attention to what you're doing and is it right within your moral compass, your internal moral compass internal moral compass for those in the back, right? Not society, internal. That's a different kind of concept. Then we're going to watch what we think, say, feel towards the end of the week and really look at how we're binding and bonding with others. That will be um, a big deal. And so with this week, everybody really meditate, journal as always, but watch your words, watch your words, watch your thoughts, um, not, not control them, not be controlling, watch them observe. What do you keep thinking? What do you keep saying? What do you keep feeling? And is it how you want to think, feel, and and speak, right? Is Are you showing up how you want to show up? That's a big deal this week. And so everybody have a good one and I will talk to you soon.